Hello and good day everyone, it's Kevin Finkel here. Welcome to another episode of Magic the Final Frontier. This is episode number 52, and on this podcast we talk all about the Magic Frontier format to keep our listeners up to date with what is new, powerful, and interesting in the world of Frontier. And my name is Ryan Schwenk, I'm the, to- sorry, I'm the Japan hobbyist out of Tokyo, Japan. I almost said I'm the Tokyo hobbyist out of Japan. Hmm, out of Japan, Japan? Yeah, Japan, Japan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, it's uh, pretty early in the morning for you there. Uh, it's a little bit later in the day for me, but I think that's how we, we are usually used to it. That's why we've stopped saying good morning or good evening, everyone. Yeah, my brain is not always working when I'm when I'm on here. I apologize for anything <laughs> right, well, we'll, I'm bad, I might say. We'll do our best. Yeah. So, hopefully this will be a little bit of a uh, no-brainer episode, right? I hope so. I think it's about big, stupid things today. <laughs> yes, big stupid thing. So we want to talk a little bit, this is going to be a bit of a three-part series, is that we want to talk about the different types of player and what they're going to get out of Frontier. So if you didn't hear us, we're going to be starting with the Timmy player. Yes. So, um, And we'll, of course, then carry on with uh, the Spike and the Johnny. So if you guys don't know much about magic terminology, this is something that, it actually came from, I believe, uh, Mike Rosewater. He was talking about how they design cards for different players that they've kind of done some studies and seen what different players like to see out of a game and he kind of broke it into three categories so the spike is all about winning the game in whatever means necessary about beating his opponent with pure skill so you know you're playing the mirror match and you outplay them you're playing the one card that makes you best you you know every single deck back to front and that gives you an advantage the johnny which will probably be either next week or two weeks from now that's more of the player that likes to focus on combos, on interactions. They want to find, oh, this is the best combination of cards. And sometimes, oh man, I got this crazy combo to work. That's really what they're into. So all of these players like winning, but it's in slightly different ways. And then that brings us to the Timmy, which is kind of the... It, it's often... I want to say it's often like looked down on, but it's the players that want to win with something big and flashy and fun. So these are the... The generic Timmy creature, or the generic Timmy card, is just a really big creature. You play it down, it's clearly taken over the entire board, and you get to swing with a dinosaur dragon wizard monster, and that, that wins you the game. Yeah. So that's what we're here to talk about. We're, we're here to talk about the Timmy in Frontier, what a Timmy player might look to for the format, what would be fun about it versus other formats, perhaps, uh, and just think about what are some good Timmy archetypes, some Timmy cards, and uh, go from there. Yes. So yeah, I think... And- yeah, Timmy, anything to add? Like, like you said, Timmy's the most under misunderstood uh, archetype in the Frontier mm. format. There's still a lot of exploration that needs to be done in Frontier, and I think Timmy's a good place to start. A lot of these cards, really, people don't talk about. I mean, there's some that are, you know, I think uh, everyone knows about, but I would say like a good 80% of them, people just don't play them. Yeah, so... That that's kind of where I want to start off is talking about where exactly do you do you define Timmy as being just you know it's an inexperienced player he doesn't really care about winning he just wants to play big cards no because I'm not sure if I I see it exactly that way yeah so that's what I was going to ask you too I was going to say what is your definition of a Timmy my definition of a Timmy is someone that just likes to win with big creatures so or or or, or like big cards. Not, not just... Yeah, for, that's what I was going to say. For me, it's more than just big creatures. It's big cards. It's big you know, spells. Playing something big and flashy. Yeah. I feel like there's a little bit of overlap with what people think of Johnny's is there. It's like, oh, I'm playing this, uh, you know, it's this really big explosive combo. You know, it, it only really works if I'm way ahead in the game. But when it does, boom, I'm going to win the game on the spot with this fancy combo. 
I consider that to be kind of in Timmy's. Uh, yeah, but but it, but it's not like an instant speed combo. Yeah, I kind of consider that to be in Timmy's wheelhouse. So that's actually kind of where I wanted to talk is about like combo decks, especially in Frontier. I feel like we have combo decks which kind of fit all of the archetypes. Mm-hmm. So you know we've got some very spiky combo decks. I feel like Sahili Rai and Marvel are very spiky combo decks. They're doing something very specific, very kind of generic, and winning the game off of that. Whereas you also have things that definitely appeal to Johnny's. They could be the Ascendancy combo, mm-hmm. which is kind of more interactive, interesting. Um, there's some really weird ones, like you can do the Eldrazi Displacer combo mm-hmm. and go infinite with that. There's some like Bomberman-type abilities. Those, I feel like, are more in Johnny's wheelhouse. Do you think there's some combo decks in Frontier that are a Timmy deck? Well, I mean, I would say Aetherworks Marvel's uh, kind of a Timmy deck. I mean, you play big mm. creatures to win the game. You're playing either Emrakul or you're playing Ulamog. Or some people are playing other big cards, maybe like Ugin. I, I consider all those cards kind of Timmy cards. They're like in, impossible to play regularly in a game, you know, unless you have some easy way, some cheat, way to cheat them out. Sorry, to cheat them out. So, so I'm not sure if I see it the same way. I kind of see those as with Marvel. It's not even about whether you actually get the creature out. It's kind of like, oh, I hit, got my one Marvel hit, and that's the end of the game. That feels very spiked to me. I feel like the Timmy would rather have that big creature in play and actually get to swing with it and, you know, be building up the game to the point where you're hard casting this Ulamog. Mm-hmm. I feel like by the time you're cheating an Emrakul or Ulamog, that, that's less of a Timmy way to play. Okay. I guess it depends on the build for me, then. Okay. Maybe the more traditional Aetherworks from before, you know, that had both Eldrazi in there, I think it was kind of more of a Timmy deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the current version of it, which does so well, is less of a Timmy deck. It's, more of a it's spike really deck. about you know you you can't yeah it's it's more of a spike deck. You really can yeah. hard cast that Ember Coal. You're playing more of the controly elements on the early side. You know, the search for Azkanta, the Ishkana, the Graft Widow. Well, like the new those are kind of the cards that win the game for that deck a lot of the time. Well, the newer the newer sorry the newer version can also play uh, what is it the Forsaken um, Forsaken Temple I believe the name is called. Temple of the Forsaken Gods. That, oh, Shrine of the Forsaken Gods. Yes, the Forsaken and that, that's gods. a good way to hard cast the Emrakul. Yeah. But again, it's kind of about getting to that point and less about actually winning with yeah. that creature. It's more about the synergy than, than like focusing just on Timmy mm. cards. Okay, all right, you can choose the next one. What, what else did you think was a good Timmy deck in Frontier? Hmm, uh, so specifically a kind of deck? Yeah, specifically. Like something. I'm... Okay, so I'm I'm gonna pick kind of the easy answer and say Stompy. Um, Stompy is different from Ramp, so I do want to say that I, I am calling out Stompy as still being a good Timmy deck. It does get to play, you know, a five four on turn two, which is pretty aggressive. But you can also go like you could go Gigantosaur in Frontier, and I think that would be perfectly reasonable. And I think some people have been been playing that recently, actually. Yeah, I think the people have, uh, especially the versions that have what is it, the Sarkin's Unsealing. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say actually mm-hmm. if you weren't going to say it yeah, so that's the one where if you cast a creature with power what is it three four no, I think or five it's, no i think it's five four five or six maybe no 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 i think it's four five or six you, you deal f- no i can't remember <laughs> all right here we're but gonna look it up real quick one deals four damage five sorry one deals four damage i think to one creature or player. Okay, it's when you cast a creature with power 4, 5, or 6, it does 4 to any target. If you cast a creature with 7 or more, yeah. then it does 4 to each opponent and each creature in Planeswalker they control. Yeah. 
So that plays like Galta. That's a four mana enchantment. Gigantosaur and Galta, and maybe um, Steel Leaf Champion, I think, is in there as well. So mm -hmm. I would expect so. So lots of. Uh, yeah, those good are good cards. Timmy cards. Yeah. All right. Um, let me go next. All then. right. Do you have another like full archetype that you think would be uh, Timmy? I think that the Emerge decks are kind of a Timmy deck. Ooh, okay, that's something I really haven't seen in a while, is any of the Emerge creatures seeing much play. In in Hallelujah, I've seen, I mean, not, not recently, but maybe over the last, you know, year or so, I've seen quite a few people trying to play either like a Tamer version or like a four-color version. And, you know, it's got the Elder Deep Fiend, which mm -hmm. I believe he's like a seven eight or something like that I can't so he's remember. eight mana naturally he's five and two oh, blue to emerge uh, -huh. uh and he's what a five six or a five seven yeah and taps down four permanents mm -hmm. and uh usually plays that i was just trying to mess with a uh a, a deck with that actually but we'll, we'll kind of come to that when we get to the end of the episode we're going to talk about a little something other than this topic <laughs> so i think what happened to that deck is that it kind of turned into dredge, you know. That people were playing like amalgam and stuff in there. They were playing like the four mana uh, zombie in there that puts the spirit into play. And um, sure, I can see that. And then when dredge became big, people were just like, okay, I'm just gonna get rid of the emerge effect. But it's still a good emerge. Sorry, it's still a good Timmy deck. I think if you're looking to go big, you can play that. You can play the griff, the griff in there. I think I forgot the name of the the griff, and then the. Uh, the provinces, uh, decimator of the provinces. I've seen that show up. Mm -hmm. but there's like a one. Yeah, that one's I've always well. had trouble casting, but yeah, I'd love to see that season play. So that's my next choice for a Timmy deck. You have one more? Okay. I'm still trying to think about the combo decks. Do you think that any of the other combo decks are flashy enough to be a real Timmy deck? What about Delirium? Like with Ishkana hmm. okay. and you know Emrakul, the la sorry, the uh, Promised End. Do you kind of feel like? I mean, those are Timmy cards, right? I don't really think so. I think most of that deck's still about the Lilianas and the Kolagon's commands and, uh, you know, grinding out your opponent. Pretty much when you cast Emrakul, the game ends mm -hmm. most of the time. So I, I don't feel like, again, you really get to have the chance to win with the card. So you don't think the the main point of the deck is to get to, like, one of those big cards and just to kind of stall the game and then take over? Yeah, but it's more of stall the game and then the game is over. Mm. Uh, I don't think there's usually any coming back from Emrakul for the most part. Okay. And if there is, it's going to be right away. You're not going to get a chance to uh, play with it very much. Okay. Well, that was my third. That was my last choice then for Timmy archetypes. At least that were good ones. I know there's a lot of other ones that are kind of like so-so, <laughs> yeah. so, but we can talk about that later. We'll talk, we can talk some stuff that I think is, is borderline. I think that we, we do have to talk about some kind of ramp deck. I think that we talked about Stompy, but... I feel like that ramp has been borderline. It's come and go is how strong it is. I think that See the Unwritten is a strong tool that the decks still have. Mm -hmm. I think that um, some of the big ramp spells that we have are very good in the format, and that we're just missing a little bit to keep those from being you know high powered. And that would be the true Timmy deck. That would be you know playing your Dragonlord Atarkas and your uh, your Ulamogs. And yeah, I mean those. What you just talked about is actually those are in my the my list of cards that are just not good enough yet. So yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, Green red could be good. It just needs like maybe a two mana card that is like a mm -hmm. rampant growth. There's a lot of three mana and four mana cards and we got our one mana dorks. It's just not fast enough. It's not good enough. It's not consistent enough in Frontier. 
Yeah, and there's a lot of things that punish the the one mana creatures. Yeah, you know those, those cheap. They're not they're not very good against the aggressive decks, which is where you'd like them to still be pretty good. All right, should we talk about your favorite Timmy cards now? Ooh, okay. Yeah, I think we could do that. I mean, so we already talked about a good number of them. You know, like I talked, we talked about you know Ulamog and Emrakul a little bit in the Aetherworks decks, and mm-hmm. what else was there that we talked about? Maybe we talked about the Elder Deep Fiend. I think that's a Timmy card. Galta and those Green Red Stompy decks. So what else do we have? What other cards? Ooh, do I you mean, do we even talk about Galta much? Yeah, so Galta's the uh, the the green, really, really big one. Twelve, twelve trample. That's certainly a Timmy card. Yeah, twelve, twelve trample. Twelve mana, but it can be reduced um, by how many how much power you have on the board. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and grab one? So, what's an individual card that you think fits that role? Uh, myself, myself included, I would say that <laughs> I like. You are a Timmy card. I love Timmy. Uh, I love Lyra Dawnbringer. I think that's a, a a big Timmy card. It's a five. Lyra Dawnbringer. Yeah, five so five for strike, know. lifelink, fl- you know, flyer. Mm-hmm. You can't. That's pretty Timmy. Yeah, it's to a me. ball of stats. Yeah. Um, can I uh, up you by one on the angel? Sure. Level. So. What is? Oh shoot! What is the uh, the name of the the big one? The meld. <laughs> ah shoot! Like the melded one. Um, or? Bruna? Gisela and Bruna, yes. Yes. That was in my list of cards more, that are... I was trying to remember the name of the... I was trying to remember the name of the combination. Brucella? It's, uh... Yeah, Gisela... Brizella. There we go. Yeah. Brizella feels like one of the biggest, you know, biggest, dumbest things that you can throw out there. Oh, man. I wish you could get it together. But it's like, you know, the, all the exile effects, you know, like Vraska's Contempt and... And I don't know what else people are playing. Yeah, just... push definitely hurt Gisela. Yeah. I, I had a I had a Brizella deck going on at one point, and it was it was some fun. Well, I mean, Bruna brings back Gisela, but also you kind of have to worry about all the dredge hate that's going out there now. I could easily yeah, stop, yeah, I you know, that. getting stuff back. So, well, I love that card. I I play that in my my first angels list, and you know, it was it was okay sometimes. I loved locking people mm-hmm. down with it, but. Yeah, it's not good enough in Frontier. Okay. All right. You want to you want to go next or? Uh, you can you can go to another one. I was just had the angels there, but trust me, I'll keep going. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about a non, a non creature card then? I want to talk a little bit about approach Ooh. of the second sun. I I think that's kind of a Timmy card to me. It's something big, and it does something that just kind of wins the game. That seems like a reasonable card. I think that that does do that kind of fits in what I was saying is that like you can be a comboy deck and still be or a control pinning. deck. I mean, you're, if you're not trying to, yeah, yeah, you're trying to do something fun and big. Yeah. So, and I've got certainly a few of those fun ones as well. So yeah, approach to the second sun, seven mana, I believe, gain seven life, mm-hmm. put put it seven cards down in your deck, and then when you play it a second time, you win. Um, so the only other sorcery I can really think of, if we're going to do it by card type, would be the See the Unwritten that I mentioned. Yeah. And that's just such a cool card. But again, that's in my not good enough list. Uh, oh, I think that card, like, if I'm going to do any of these decks, I think that one might be there. So what cards would you play with See the Unwritten? Just out of curiosity. Uh, well, I think that there's quite a few things that you can play. Like, you want to play some of the big smaller dudes but then just get to you know there's a lot of cards right now that i feel are good against control and good against aggro um one of those that i always bring up is whisperwood elemental mm-hmm. it feels like a great card and kind of fills that gap from being you know the four to six mana place where you can cast it out reasonably but you can also 
have it be a win con late. Mm-hmm. I think that Carnage Tyrant is in a decent spot. You know, Red can't really ever beat it. Hornet Queen does a good job of clearing up everything. Uh, I think Multani is actually a really strong mm-hmm. card. That's the um, the XX Reach Trample that has power and toughness equal to lands in your play and graveyard. Now, what about dealing with aggro decks or dredge? How so, does it deal with those? It's tough. I, I would say that you want to just have some big early creatures like you want the Sylvan Advocates maybe. You know, they turn on... Uh, they turn on your see the unwritten later, mm-hmm. and I, I think just a lot of sideboard cards. Um, some of the you know feed the clan is a good card for that. That's gain five life, but if you have ferocious, you gain ten instead. Yeah. Uh, I think that you know I've tried some other weird things. You know I'm looking at a list I've actually got right now. I was playing like ramen up hydra in the sideboard. Mm. Do you know what that card does? No, <laughs> please. I, I remember the other hydra is like the Uvenwald hydra, but. Uh, this this was um, four mana for a 3-3 three, three Reach Vigilance Trample that gets plus one, plus one if you control a desert, and a plus one, plus one if there's a desert in your graveyard. Mm. So it was like a 5-5 five, five for... Yeah, 5-5 five, five for four mm. Vigilance Reach Trample. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, I go deep <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on some jank. Yeah, I would like to see uh, wor- uh, see the end. I'd say Worldbreaker is another one of those that, um, that does well against control because they can't really ever answer it or... Even if they can, they, they lose some stuff in the process, and it blocks anything. Yeah. Um, it sees play in the Aetherworks decks as well. But like I said, that's yeah. not really... It's more like a Timmy Spike deck, so... Mm-hmm. I'm that version of it. Yeah. Okay. All right, how about Instance? I don't know if there's going to be any of those. No, nah, I didn't really... F- I mean, I have a lot of creatures in my list. Yeah, I know we got a lot of creatures. I'm kind of working around the non-creatures um, as long as we're on that topic. How about... Crush of Tentacles. Only like big flashy. That's interesting. That's a sorcery too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's. I don't think it's. But yeah, I have, I have a couple more sorceries. I don't have instance so much. So Crush of Tentacles. I believe it was like a six mana card, and it has surge cast for, for five. five. If you have a. And if you cast, yeah. it's it, it bounces all creatures, I believe. And if you surged it, then you get to put an eight eight octopus token into play after the bounce. Mm-hmm. That's certainly that kind of effect. So that's pretty tough. Does, uh, doesn't do so well against Fatal Push. Yeah, the token. But hopefully in that kind of deck, mm-hmm. like it's more of a control deck, so like people will side out their uh, Fatal Pushes, maybe the second uh, It game. is all non-land permanents, I believe. Okay. Not just creatures. So also like their Planeswalkers and Aetherworks mm-hmm. Marvels, etc. Because I, I remember you would do things like return your own um, Oath of Nyssa. And replay that. Yeah, so that's that's not a great card. I don't think it's strong enough to be played in Frontier, but it's close. It's possible. Okay, I could see it. If somebody got a few things coming along that would make it a little stronger. Maybe like in and a again, Bats, certain card in mind. Bats Nexus Turbo Fog. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if that's a Timmy deck. It's probably not. It's probably anti-Timmy deck, but... <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit anti-Timmy, but also Timmy at the same time. Mm. Ooh, what about Mill? Do you consider Mill to be a Timmy deck? Nah, I consider that to be more like... Well, that's more Johnny. More Maybe, Johnny, you know, yeah. You're doing something winning by some weird way. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so. okay how about... Uh, moving on from instants and sorceries, what about any Planeswalkers? Do you consider on their own any Planeswalkers to be a Timmy card? Uh, Yeah, Ugin the Spirit Dragon. Okay, you you think yeah you have Ugin on there? He, he is just now. Are so you hard casting Ugin? I mean, I I would like to hard cast Ugin. You know, I think maybe if I had like a mono green deck, maybe I could just like 
speed him out on turn five or something like that. I still think it's okay. a little bit too slow. Um, for me, the big like I, I think that Ugin gets played some as a you know kind of cheaty win because people will cheat him into play, and that's a good way to to win with him. Uh, Nickel Bolas for me would be the like oh I want to do something really big is Nickel Bolas the the seven mana planeswalker version. That's the one from Our Devastation. Yeah, Our Devastation. Uh, I can quick read it off if people don't really remember what he did. He didn't see much play. Uh, plus two target. Opponent exiles cards in the top of their library until they exile a non-land card, and you can play that card for the end of, until the end of the turn without paying its cost. Mm-hmm. There's a plus one. Each opponent exiles two cards from their hand. A minus four does four damage to target opponent or creature they control, and minus 12 exile all, each non-land permanent in your opponent's control. Nice. Uh, it comes in with seven loyalty. Yeah, I've always wanted to play it. It just never seemed good enough. Yeah, I haven't found a spot for it either, but it is a nice, you know, big casual creature. Another Timmy slash Johnny card, I think, is Metalwork Colossus. Oh, yes, I was going to bring that one up, so I'm it's glad not, you did. It's not really good enough. It's the, close, but it's not great. It's close. I've tried it a lot of times. <laughs> it's a really cool card. It has some very explosive draws with that kind of deck. Like, you can get it out where you've got, you know, three Metalwork Colossi on turn three or four. Uh, maybe not three, like four or five, but there's a lot of good quality artifacts in Frontier now. Yeah. So that's definitely something I could see, you know, people playing. I don't know how I would play it though. I mean, would you would you do like Heart of Kirons and and like maybe the Aether Sphere Harvesters or how how would you build it? So the way I've built it, I've built it with just a little bit of a blue splash, otherwise being mono colorless. You know, there's a lot of good utility lands it gets to play. And there's a bunch of artifacts that can trip or artifacts that make mana. Uh-huh. Those are the strongest way to get out Metalwork Colossus. Yeah, that would, that's what they played before pretty much, right? Like the Prism or... Yeah, here, you know, let me ship you a, a couple lists here. Yeah, we well, can do that later. You don't, have to do, uh, we're talking. don't have to do it during, uh, okay, yeah. during the show, but... That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> right. Yeah, I have, I have a long list. i but, got tons more cards. If, if, I don't know if you want to... Okay, yeah, keep oh, going. Oh, why, let me go with another one while I'm... Enchantments that I think is not uh, quite en- good enough, uh, but I still like it, is the Growing Rights of Itlamok. It seems like a super Ooh, Timmy okay. card. So it's like three mana, comes into play, you search the top four cards of your library, I believe, and you can put a creature mm-hmm. card... I think you have to reveal a creature card and put that in, into... Uh, your hand, and then at the end of the turn, if you have four or more creatures in play, it flips. And when it flips, it becomes a land that adds green mana equal to the number of creatures in, in play on your side. So that seems like a Timmy yes. card to me. I don't know how I would use that mm. mana, but yeah, I kind of want to play that. Mm. I mean, do you agree? Is it a Timmy card? Yeah, I think that's a pretty Timmy card. That sounds pretty. That sounds decent. I'd give it a try. I mean, I guess like. Maybe if you're going a little bit bigger and you're not using, like, Collected Company or or Court of Calling to kind of, like, get your combo pieces or whatnot, then maybe it's okay. Yeah. It's it's always just been a little slow when I've tried it. Yeah. Could be fun. I mean, I used to always play it in a uh, SRAM's Expertise build. So it's like I would just play a SRAM's Expertise, get three tokens into play, and mm-hmm. um, play that. It'll mock for free, and it flips. Hmm, tokens are pretty... Uh... Tokens flips it. Could be pretty Timmy as well. But it's got a... Yeah, I don't know. It's so you were moving Timmy. on to enchantments, I think? Yeah, I'm not right? any other ones. I still have a lot. Yeah, I, mean, I definitely I had so- a few. I have sorcery. I got, I got tons of creatures still, but yeah. 
Yeah, well, do um, you have any so, enchantments or artifacts? Oh, yes, I definitely do have some enchantments and artifacts. So here's one that I'm not sure if you would count. Do you count Impact Tremors to be a Timmy card? I think that's more like a, a, a Johnny card because, you know, you're playing stuff that's hmm. going to, like, keep on playing tokens to kind of, like, you know, hit, 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 or, you know, ping, ping, ping. Okay, ping. maybe I'll bring some of these back up when we're doing Johnny's. I could also consider Sunbird's Invocation in that spot. Yeah, I could see some. I'll see Sunbird just kind of like it's kind of a Timmy. Again, kind you're of kind of a, comboing something. Yeah, Timmy, Timmy, Johnny. Okay, but that 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 is a fun card to look at. But oh yeah, it's bit, very fun. I think that's more comboy than um, than like Aetherworks Marvel. That's kind of more luck based. How about Sandworm Convergence? That's not bad. That's that, oh, that's like the most Timmy card you can get. Seven mana, on. right? <laughs> So it's like seven mana and. Uh... Oh, I was just saying that's a, that's a very Timmy card. I feel like that's a fun one. Maybe that's all I can think of then for enchantments. Should we you still go... there? Yeah, I'm still there. I'm wondering if we should go back to uh, creatures. Maybe I still have a couple more. Sure, let's go back to creatures for a little bit. If we think of more uh, non-creatures, we can always jump back over there. So, right, so we we had mentioned a couple. Do you want to just hit out some of the big ones that are obvious? Yeah, like we, we, you know, said Galta, we said Dragon Lord Tarka, we said Ulamog. What do you have mm-hmm. that's uh, not quite as obvious? Not quite as obvious. Um, yeah, maybe. Or or just uh, what else you got? The Dragon Lord Tarka. How about Omnath, Locus of Rage? Ooh, okay. So that's a fun one, and I think that's one that uh, you, were you the one trying to make that work? Yeah, I'm trying to make that work with like a scape shift landfall type deck. Yeah, I feel like that ends up being more Johnny. He he doesn't he probably isn't going to get played unless you're you know bu- putting out a bunch of lands afterwards and going yeah. kind of crazy with it. So I guess you know a true Timmy might be playing it though. Like you'd ramp into it and then you'd play all the lands. Hmm. So I have that. In all right, here's a really. Hmm. Uh, I've got a really big one. Colonian Twin Grove. Hmm. What is that? That is a card I loved Timmy with. So that is it's six mana. And it's a Star Star Treefolk Warrior. And when it comes into play, it creates a Treefolk Warrior that's basically a copy of itself. And each of them has power and toughness equal to the number of forests you control. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so you play it, and it's like two seven sevens or two eight eights, And they just keep getting bigger as you ramp even more. Nice, nice. Yeah, I forgot that card. And what was that from again? M15? That was M15, yeah. yeah. Um, that's something I go to when I'm trying to really timmy it out. You were talking about Planeswalkers earlier, and there was one Planeswalker, mm-hmm. I think, that is a Timmy card. I would say that is Garruk Apex Predator. Ooh, okay. That's another one that, yeah, you're you're not really going to cast it fair unless if you're really, you know, Timmying it out. <laughs> so it's like, what, seven mana? So that seems good. It's black. Yeah, it's seven like mana. five black and green, and I believe, like, plus one is kill a Ooh, let's see. creature Planeswalker. Yeah, let's see if we can get them all. Plus one is kill a pl- kill part. Target Planeswalker. Mm-hmm. Um, another plus one is creating a 3-3 three, three Beast with Death Touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a minus... Ooh, now, now, now is when it's going to be really quizzing me. I want to say minus three destroys a creature and you gain, and you life, gain equal life to its toughness. Yeah. And minus like eight is an emblem that whenever a creature attacks... You, you give it to your opponent, whenever a creature attacks them, they get like plus three, plus three and trample or something. Let's see how we did on that one. I'm... Or I think it's like plus five, plus five and trample. Uh, oop, oop, gotta scroll down on M15 past all of the monocolored stuff because it's like the only multicolored card in the set or something. Now, would you say that like Banefire is also a Timmy card? 
yeah, I could see that uh, if you're casting that as a huge thing. Uh, in some ways, fight with fire might even be even more Timmy. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of burn spells, would you say that the green red goggles deck is a Timmy deck? I was thinking about that. I love that. I think that's way more Johnny because you're you're really trying to have some fun with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're less just ramping, and you're more you know you're you're doing something like. Uh, cathartic reunion and drawing six cards with it and then you're then you're going with your crazy burn spell so yeah i was pretty much right on with garak uh it's a three three black beast with death touch it's minus three to destroy the creature it's minus eight for the emblem and it's plus five plus five and trample okay starting at five loyalty so one more card i wanted or so one more deck i wanted to talk about that i think is kind of very how do i say uh uh, how can I explain it? So uh, a, an archetype that's very frontier only uh, would be mm-hmm. like the dragon decks. You have, like you said, we, okay. we talked about Atarka. I think you could also say, you know, Ojitai is kind of a uh, kind of a Timmy card. Uh, Kolagan's a Timmy card, I would say, especially the five five or the four five with haste that you know mm, yeah gets gives everybody else plus one or with a dash actually but yes oh yeah with, with, with dash so i think i think dragons the dragons archetype um could be a good timmy deck most people tend to play more of the controlling type with that you know the esper colors but like yeah but i could see especially like a version with sarkin now and you're throwing out things like thunderbreak regent you'd maybe going up to atarka or to Kolagon. that does seem very uh that seems very timmy timmy yes Timmy. Yeah. So it's it's there. I'd... Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. I mean, we're saying Timmy too much. It's starting to sound like a weird word now. Like uh, South Park, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think that's good. I think there, there's still a lot to talk about, but I think we, we talked enough about the, the Timmy topic. Okay, that seems reasonable. So what do Timmys get out of Frontier that they don't get out of other formats? Uh... Yeah, that's a tough call. I didn't think about that question. What do you think? What What was your answer? Maybe I can go on top of your answer. I mean, I think words. it's it's a good speed. I, I think that it's you know you've got more available that you can do some unfair, big, fun things than standard does. But it's not so fast that you know you're just never gonna hard cast a six or a seven drop in modern legacy, anything like that. So it's kind of a cool place where you get to play some big things. It's slow enough to let you do your game plan and. Timmy's are really about doing their own game plan and not caring about what the opponent's doing so much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could definitely play big cards in Frontier. Mm-hmm. You're not always going to be able to cast them, but yeah, that's this is the only format where you can play Timmy cards, I think, without cheating them into play. Yeah. Oh, I thought of another uh, sorcery card that we skipped, because I was one? playing a very Timmy deck uh, pretty recently, is... um. Any of the legendary sorceries, really, but I was going to go with Premier Rills Glorious Rebirth. Yes. And that's such a Timmy effect to just bring in all of these huge creatures at once. Creatures and Planeswalkers and anything else that's legendary, right? Yeah, you can get, like, the Oaths, you can get um, legendary lands, you can do all kinds of silly stuff with that. I kind of want to build that. I think I might take that to the Hallelujah Tournament this weekend. Oh, uh, I'll send you my list. Mm. (laughs) Please, I'll talk to you about it later. So, do you want to All talk right, a little good. bit sounds about good. Ravnica Allegiance spoilers? We've got a couple of those, I believe, last Yeah, I week. think that's a good t- thing. We can discuss some... Oh, yeah. I was surprised to see the spoilers. So, we got a little bit of a nice little spoiler when some cards were kind of leaked, and then we got some actual spoilers, which I was not expecting to see them until 
you know, a week or two after Christmas is what they've been doing the last few years. So I'm glad to see that uh, maybe Wizards is listening to us. They're giving us some info a little bit sooner. It always feels like the longest period between uh, the fall set and the winter set. So I'd like to start with uh, a Timmy card since we're, we talked about Timmy, Timmy stuff. <laughs> sure, go ahead. Growth Spiral is a new uh, blue-green instance. It says draw a card and you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. This is exactly so th- what I've wanted. I needed a two-mana card that was going to wrap me. So this is uh, this is kind of what I was referencing. I actually think this card will see some play. I mean, this is there there's a card explore that sees plenty of play, which is the same thing. It instead of blue, it's a sorcery. And it's uh you can play an extra land instead of being putting one from your hand. Yeah, so this this might but, make cards or decks like uh I don't know, like Timurge or um maybe even like a I could see it in Emerge, I could see it in Turbo Fog. Turbo Fog, maybe even like a Scape Shift deck could actually do do well with like an explorer, you know uh, an explorer yeah, if, um, if you're trying that sub theme. If you're trying that definitely I would see this being a card that would immediately go in there. Uh, I can even see this in Ascendancy actually. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, sure. Draw a card, put a land into play, and then you can cast another spell to keep the combo going. Yeah, well I mean what I've seen it as is you really want to accelerate your game plan, but playing a Monodork on two does not feel good. So you could play this on two. You could play Ascendancy on three with a Counterspell back up. Um, that would be a really good position. I think there's one more card that is kind of a Timmy card. Do you do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, which one are you talking about here? The Ascendancy? Yeah, I think some Ascendancy is kind of, it's kind of combo-y, but it's also kind of Timmy. So we got a blue-green enchantment. Uh, for one, a green and a blue, you can put a plus-one, plus-one counter on target creature. But whenever you put a plus-one, plus-one counter on a creature, you put a growth counter on Ascendancy. And if the growth counter has 20 or more counters on it, you win the game. So whenever you're putting counters now, on creatures... Now, what does bother me a little bit is that the snake doesn't work with this. So Winding Constrictor works with creatures and artifacts, but it wouldn't work with this Ascendancy. No. You'd have to have something that keeps on putting counters on your creatures, so... Yeah. So, would it count just the each instance? So, so, like, if you put, like, a on a Shalai or something like that and give everybody a plus one, would it only count as one counter then? Um. So, no, it would count each individual creature as one instance, but if you put five counters versus putting one counter on a single creature, that would only be one instance. Okay, so if I did use Shalai on, like, 10 mm-hmm. creatures, I'd get 10 counters for the Simic Ascendancy. Yeah, yeah, you Ooh. definitely could. Interesting. <laughs> You're thinking green, blue, white? Yeah, some, okay. some Bant's, Bant's tokens, some maybe. Bant. Okay, so let's yeah. talk about some other cool cards that we've seen that could have some impact. So we see a Mortify reprint. So that is a uh, destroy target creature or enchantment for one white black. Yeah. I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, I think that the black white control deck is a deck that I love to play and will hopefully see a little bit of power coming out of this set. So it's slightly better than murder. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's definitely slightly better than murder. Uh, it's better for all the three color decks not. like Mardu. Yes. Um it's not It's it's not Hero's Downfall, no. but it is good. Yeah, I, I like it. I think I think it'll help a lot. They'll see a lot of playing cyborgs. And I believe when we were talking about what we wanted in, you know, the the new Ravnica set, this is like one of the cards that I said I wanted. I wanted something to help my oh, angels. Awesome. So I'm I'm psyched about it. Um, so here's a card that's kind of exciting, is Lavinia Azoria's Renegade. So this is the 
not the guild leader, but the guild. Oh, what are they? What is the other person? Guild runner? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. So it previously was the person running the guild, but now they're going to have Dovin Bon, I believe. Uh, so this is a legendary creature for a blue and a white 2-2, and each opponent can't cast non-creature spells with converted mana cost greater than the number of lands that player controls. And if they try and cast a spell and use no mana on it, then you counter that spell. So does that... So really weird, cool effect. Basically says, like, you can't cheat on mana high, you can't play zero mana spells or cheat on mana low, like free spells. So does that stop Aetherworks? Yes, that, that stops Aetherworks completely. Oh, nice. <laughs> F you, Aetherworks. Uh, <laughs> yep. No more turn four. So it's cool there. It stops Delve spells, probably. Uh, it stops Gearhulk from flashing things back. Uh, the cool one I saw right away is that if you have a spell queller and it dies, then they can't cast that spell because it cast it for zero. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that uh, I don't know how many other zero mana spells there are in Frontier, but I, I think it's a cool card. I could see it seeing a little play. I like that you can bring it back with Ojitai's command mm-hmm. in color. I guess it would stop expertise spells as well. Yeah, it would stop those. Yeah, and that like they see a lot of play. But that's an interesting card. I think that could be really good for like the Esper uh, vehicles decks that have have seen some mm-hmm. some some number of so players in the thing, last few seasons. Last thing is we got to see the red black mechanic, the uh, the Rakdos mechanic. Mm-hmm. So we saw Rick's Mahdi Reveler is one and a red for a two two human shaman, and when it enters the battlefield, you discard a card if you can, and um, either way you draw a card. Or you can pay two, a black and a red, if you've dealt damage to them this turn. Uh, and instead, when it comes in that way, you discard your hand and draw three cards. Yeah. So that's really good. Late game. It's good. It's, uh, I mean, it's I okay mean, early game. If you play it empty-handed, it's a 2-2 two, two that draws a card in yeah. one and a red. A that's looter. cool. Yeah. Uh, you can play it late game and draw three. That's just going to be awesome. So could this see play maybe in like those graveyard type decks like Dredge or like maybe um, I don't know, something with like a Phoenix effect or something like that? I could see it in that kind of deck if you're including black in that. Including what? It'll Sorry, be interesting. It's a card I'm, I'm interested in. Yeah, I could see that if you're playing like black in those kind of decks. So the other one that's interesting is Light Up the Stage is two and a red for a sorcery. You exile the top two cards of your library, and until the end of your next turn, you can play those cards. And if you have Spectacled, you've dealt them any damage, you can cast it for only one red mana. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that's... So that seems really good. <laughs> I mean, mono red will have no problem you know, dealing damage, and then you pay one mana, and then you can play those. Yep, so that's pretty much what we've seen so far. You know, we will do a full spoiler episode once everything's out. Um, we may still talk about the other ones as they're coming out when we're doing the rest of this series, just because we love to talk about new cards, we love seeing new cards, and we love to hear what you guys have to say. So if anyone out there is seeing any interesting cards, you're seeing any interesting Timmy combos, reach out to us. We're at MTG Frontier. We're MTG underscore Frontier on Instagram and our website, mtgfrontier.net. You can also find our Reddit. You can go to our Discord. Lots of ways to contact us, to reach out to us, play some magic, have some fun, and uh, just tell us what you think about the show. And again, my name is Ryan Schwenk. I'm the Japan Hobbyist. You can find me on my website at www.thejapanhobbyist.com. I'm on Twitter at YoSchwenke, and there's also a Frontier Facebook page, I believe, it's called MTG The Final Frontier, or maybe it's Frontier Fanatics. But search Frontier on Facebook. Look for the one with the most people. That's where it is. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a good way to get in touch with us as well. And that's been pretty actively. Yeah. Which I'm happy to see. All right. That's uh, the, the it for our show. We love hearing from you guys. We look forward to being your go-to source for Frontier Information Online. Your final Frontier, signing off. <laughs>